And this is shown in our anatomy and how our, our cycles function and how our hormones function and cycle. This is shown in the elements. This is shown in the seasons. This is shown in the cosmology and the lunar cycle. There's cycles to life. There's cycles to being alive. There's cycles to this journey of the great mystery that we're currently in. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, hello. How's it going? I'm currently on the top of a mountain in a basement in the closet (laughs) recording this while away in the mountains for you. So... We'll see how the acoustics are with this one. It feels pretty echoey. I'm in the closet of a bathroom in the basement and I can hear Chad uh, above me walking. So, you know, we're doing our best over here. He sounds like a giant, literally. Um, and I wanted to pre-record this for all of you before I left. And the reality is it just didn't happen. So I know I announced on the last episode that my honey and I are going to be leaving Florida and moving to the mountains of North Carolina. We've been away for several days, just exploring no real agenda. And we've been having so much fun. Of course, we've had appointments with realtors and we've, we've had a few things scheduled, but for the most part, we've really been in flow and just like, okay, and rolling things out and just having fun. And I mean, we're stopping at breweries for my husband and we have a place right now with a hot tub, like we're hot tubbing every night. And we ate at this place called the crown last night. Oh my gosh. I hope I remember what, I think the town is brass town and everything was farm to table. Like you could literally see the chickens and the goats and everything and the garden and you know, they, everything was gluten-free. They had a lot of dairy-free options. Um, It was so good. And it was at the top of this hill and you could oversee the sunset and the clouds parted. Like, you know, you know, when you're always, when you always see the, the, the rays coming out the clouds during a sunrise or sunset, or, or, you know, there's those moments where you're like, okay, yeah, God exists. That was the sunset we had last night. And then the moon, which this was like the closest we were able to see um, Venus and Jupiter 
with the crescent moon yesterday night. And it was so fun because we had all these other people there that were talking about it and talking about astrology, like these married couples in their like 60s and 70s. And they were just drinking their wine by the fire, staring at the moon, talking about what was happening in the cosmos. And I was like, oh my gosh, I found my people. (laughs) I told Chad, I'm like, Chad, this is going to be you and I in 20 years or something like that. And I just enjoyed the conversation. So Anyway, we haven't called in our home yet. I haven't formally announced announced it publicly. It's kind of like, um, I would imagine like a pregnancy announcement where, I don't know, I'm like, we're not not telling people, but we're just like, we're telling people, but we're just kind of not overthinking it. Like now it's just like, oh yeah, we're doing this and we don't need to have a plan. We couldn't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to announce it or not formally on social because we also haven't found our place. It's funny because... Chad and I are so on the same page right now, which, oh my gosh, thank goodness with like, okay, yeah, we know what we want. We know what we don't want. We like this. We like that. We like this. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to do this. Okay. Yeah. A view's great, but like, we also want to be able to get up a mountain with ease and not have one way. And you know, us from Florida trying to drive up through these mountains that are on one way streets every once in a while is kind of funny. So we're learning what we want, what we love, what we don't love. And we just, we have a feeling where we're going to be and we haven't been there yet. We're leaving for that area today. And it just makes me laugh because I'm like, if we knew where we were going to end up before we even saw it, saw it, then again, that's another indicator of like really trusting your divine support and really trusting your intuition of like, I just knew I didn't even need to go there to physically see it with my own eyes or feel it. And of course, we have that opportunity, so we're going to. So anyways, I don't remember what I titled this episode, but we'll keep it short and sweet. I think it's like 15 minutes, and it was from exactly a year ago on um, right around 2.22.22. And so it's fun because I stumbled across this one, and you know, this is around, I think I called it like how to become besties with your breath, (laughs) because there was like an evolved version of box breathing that kind of poured in and dropped in during a meditation sometime in the beginning of 2022. And I've been leveraging it ever since. And I talk a lot about the full moon in Leo. Again, it doesn't matter. The full moon was a little bit earlier this year. It was on February 5th. Um, But really, I feel energetically that I feel the same. So In the episode, I talk about the 222 portal from now until March 20th, which is the spring equinox and just an opportunity to continue to empty before we truly step into spring. And I still feel that. And so I took you through, again, behind the scenes of when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I'm feeling like I'm pushing or when I'm feeling like things aren't working. I give myself an opportunity to come back to the breath, to come back to the emptying, to come back to the reminder of the cycle and seasons and the pulse of life, right? Like learning to dance with the pulse of life and how all of it's connected, right? With our bodies, with the the earth, with the cosmology. And it's so simple. And I love the simplicity of this. So, right, we hear box breathing and I, and I want to say I take you through a practice of box breathing and I really like to call it like cyclical circular breathing now. I don't really have a name for it, but 
I think the only shift that I would invite you to make is to not make the breathing so like start and stop. Like when you breathe, can you almost envision and embody this opportunity to to allow the breath to flow in a cyclical nature like the pulse of life, right? Like not an abrupt, we're going to inhale in and we're going to stop. Even in the pauses, can you allow it to like gently and gracefully um, move through you? That is the invitation here. So is there anything else that I want to add? So in the episode, I talk about how the breath is just like I, I compare it to the seasons. So a lot of times I love looking at nature and remind, right? It's like, okay, yeah, when I'm pushing and when I'm continuing to go, 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 go. And when I'm nonstop, it's nature doesn't do that. <laughs> Like the cosmos doesn't do that, right? Like there's cycles and seasons to everything. It's the same with our breath. If we kept inhaling, 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 it wouldn't work. Like we, right? We we can't keep expanding. We've got to come back and recenter. We've got to come back and rest. We've got to come back and be in the stillness. It's part of it. And yet it's not how we're wired as a collective. And so why I wanted to share this, this practice with you is because, you know, airports, I didn't fly this trip, but I've been in the car the first trip up here, we were in the car for 11 hours. We took one break to eat. And of course we made a few pit stops just to stretch our legs and get gas and stuff. But we were in the car for 11 hours. And then of course I've been meeting with people. We're in different environments, different homes, not in our normal rhythm, right? And so what am I doing more than anything? I'm coming back to the breath. Like my, the practice that I am noticing more than ever that is allowing me to center is coming back to the breath. When I'm in an environment where there's a lot of people around me and I'm feeling off center, I'm feeling sensitive. I come back to the breath. I, and when I do that, then I can clear my field. Then I can remember like, okay, this is mine. This is not mine. Right. And the breath flushes the system. I mean, the breath, this, the the breath helps me when I'm overwhelmed. The breath helps me when I'm, when my emotions are wreaking havoc on my body, when I feel that I'm in a conflict, when I have a decision to make, like right now, what's, what's most alive for me is like really trusting, okay, I'm going to find my place. Like my place is going to find me. I don't have to plan everything out and I don't need to like go and see all of these places like there was actually places on the you know there was places we were going to go see and land we were going to go check out in areas that I'm like I don't feel it and Chad's like I don't feel it and then so we didn't we didn't keep going and looking and and tending to the things that were scheduled we left room for flow and adventure and we just let it go right we're not like trying to to force it And the way that I do that is through the breath. When I notice the mind trying to take over or when I notice that there's something going on. And also there's been a lot of activity in my Facebook group. Um, There's been a lot of, I would like to call it healthy conflict. Actually, one, one individual left my group, my group, the Awakened Feminine Collective. And, you know, there was a, there was a piece of me where I was, I was talking about the Rihanna Super Bowl performance and there was a lot of varying opinions about it. And I won't get into all the details, but it's like, yes, this is the point, right? To talk about it. This is the point. Like 
to open up to possibility. Like, you know, of course there's, there's, everybody had a different experience and I'm so curious about that. And there's also a piece where I'm like noticing an othering in my group. Well, with, with some of the people that were expressing their opinions, there was like an othering and, and like, a like there was a lot of talk around like dark energies and just, and it felt like there was a separation piece. And, and, and I noticed myself being like, what am I missing? Like, um, I don't know. I just, there's, I'm noticing that I'm, I'm in a place right now without getting into all the story and the detail. I really had some, some moments where I felt off center. And of course it was happening when I was away and I had spotty service and like, it was something that I posted before I left. And then people kind of came back and, you know, people were kind of talking about like, oh, I felt that the performance was satanic and demonic. And those words just really don't land with me. I mean, for me, I, I, you know, like there's an archetype of Satan, but I don't believe that Satan is real. And, and, you know, like, again, the, the, like the resonance of evil is, is a thing, but like, I don't believe people are inherently evil and inherently good. Um, I believe that people have inherently good goodness in all of them doesn't mean that they're operating from that space. Right. And so, just from my own research of things happening in the world, I know that there's a lot of corruption, you know, and I do often get times, I get oftentimes called that I'm a Pollyanna, right? Who just like, because I don't get stuck in like the minutia of the politics, for example, because especially in our country, politics is corrupt. Um, it's corrupt <laughs> point blank. It doesn't matter what party, what party, uh, you know, you're, you're affiliated with. And so, um, I'm just noticing like, okay, what, what can I control? What can I not control? Like, where can I stand in my leadership? And there's, there's varying ways to lead. And so I notice at times, like when there's things that are happening in the world, like there's an expectation when you're in the spotlight and when you're in a leadership role that people expect you to to talk about it in the same way that, that they would. Or it's like you, the only way that you can be a leader is if you, if you talk about it this way, the only way you can be a leader is if you, you know, like go with the masses and, and do it this way. And I don't agree with that. And so I was really like, I wasn't talk, planning on talking about this, but um, I really had this moment of like, oh my gosh, am I wrong? Like, am I, am I bypassing, you know, like people were telling me, not people, one individual was like, you're, you're spiritual bypassing. And I'm like, but I'm, but I don't feel that I am because I'm, I'm feeling my emotions and I'm, I'm curious and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just was like, I don't feel that I'm bypassing. I just, one of the sources that she sent me had some like really, um, clickbaity headlines that felt fear-based to me. And I was honest and I was like, this just doesn't resonate like this, this source doesn't feel authentic to me in my body. So I'm, I'm just not even going to actually open it. And maybe there's another source that will allow me to kind of go deeper, but, but it's like me trusting my internal compass and not having someone say you're bypassing or you're avoiding because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. And then I started thinking like, well, maybe that's not my rabbit hole to go down. Like maybe I'm meant to lead in, in another way, or maybe I'm meant to talk about these topics, or maybe part of my soul mission is to go over here while others, maybe it's meant to illuminate, you know, some of the the shadow and the darkness that's happening. Um, 
in like, for example, in our government or some of these, you know, multi-billion dollar institutions like the Super Bowl or whatever else. Right. It's a challenging thing because (laughs) it's so hard to decipher what truth is based on what we're told, which is why I just come back to the body. And it's like, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm saying what feels alive for me in my body. And that's all that I can do. Right. It's all that I can do is just be like, yeah, this doesn't feel this feels like this is creating more separation or this feels like anothering or this feels like this or this feels like that. And all I can do is, is go with what feels most alive for me and share through my lens. And again, not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody's going to agree. And so I felt that I was like, Oh my gosh, I kind of felt like I was out of my body temporarily. Like, okay, here we are again. What am I not doing? Why am I feeling like I'm not center? Oh yeah, because I'm in nervous system response because one of my greatest fears over the course of the last few years was fear of my authentic self. And I know that a lot of people are not going to understand my stance on life. And I know that now and I get to be okay with that. I get to still stand in my leadership in this way because you know, one of the women was saying, like, I I don't believe that we all come from the same source. And she said, I don't believe that we all carry the same resonance of unconditional love. I might be paraphrasing, but it was something like that. And I, I, I just, I don't agree. I, I agree that we all come from one source as individuated expressions of that. And so, We're all right. We're all a piece of the puzzle, all 7.8 billion people on the planet. And again, we all carry the darkness and we all carry the light. We all carry the contracted resonances and we all carry the expansive resonances. And I'm just noticing like the shifts in people, right? There's like unity consciousness that does bypass, right? To say like we are all one and to bypass what's... um what's being illuminated in the world and just avoiding it. Yeah, that's bypassing, right? But to say like, okay, I know we're all inherently, we all inherently carry the eternal flame of unconditional love in our hearts. And I'm committed to unpacking that and understanding why some people are operating from their wounds and, you know, why people choose to make the choices that they make. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm realizing now because it feels like people lose hope to me. It feels like people lose hope and it feels like things get so shadowy and so tumultuous that people are like, there's no way it's almost like, yeah, there's no way that we can be the same. But again, we're not the same. (laughs) We come from the same source and we all play a role here for our evolution. We all play a role here to learn, to grow and that doesn't mean that it's pretty. That doesn't mean that we're going to like it. That doesn't mean that it makes sense all of the time. And, you know, again, I, I think about like World War II and the Hitler regime. And I think about the darkness and the sadness and the sickness and the corruption and just that entire time. Like I can't even imagine living during that time. And then I see what was birthed from the downfall of that empire and what happened on the other side in the unity and like basically like oh yeah we're not ever fucking doing that again like okay the un is born like right you know it's just 
I, I think about that and I'm like, no one would ever want that, but look at what was created on the other side. And I think if people were right, we know people that live during that era still that are still alive. And so I'm like, okay, are, do people like, is it really that much worse right now? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I think that there's evolved layers of consciousness, but we still have the same shadow and darkness. And so I'm really, been, I wasn't planning on going this long here, but I'm really like, oh my gosh, I'm being tested to stay true to what I know to be true for me. Again, I don't need anybody to to agree, but I'm here for the people that it could support, right? I'm here for the people that could could latch onto that and say, yeah, that that lands, that feels like truth in my body. Like I'm going to stay connected and committed to that. And so there's this piece for me around, I was out of my body and I wasn't connected to the breath and I moved a lot of that energy. I breathed. I got in my body. I shook a lot out. I continued to call back what was mine. I continued to call in my divine support team and I continued to give back to those others who um, who were sharing their their opinions and their expressions and that it's all perfect, right? It's like, yeah, they can have that and they can carry that, but that doesn't feel true for me. I don't have to take that on and I still get to love them and I still get to respect them and I still get to have compassion. But like, I'm still so connected to like, yes, we all come from one true source and we're all individuated fractals of that source. And we're meant to be individuated and we're meant to have differing views and opinions and we're not all going to be the same. And that's the point. Yet we all still come from the same source. And for me, it's like, I, I there's no way that I can, because um, there was like even terms around, like, I don't know, there were, there were th- terms that were thrown around like narcissism. And I just, you know how I feel about like, semantics and rhetoric like that. Like I think a lot of, you know, that term narcissist gets thrown around a lot lot too. And of course we know that narcissism is real. Like we all know one, um, we've all experienced narcissism to some degree. And yet I don't let that term take my power away anymore. Like the moment that we let somebody take our power away, like, you know, so I feel that a lot of times we allow others to take our power away when we like name them as something and say, this is the reason why this person is ruining my life. And then we stay there. And so I'm sitting here. And when someone was talking about like narcissism in, in like our governments and politics, I mean, it, it went like all over the place with this thread in my, in my Facebook group. And I'm sitting here like, okay, but I have acted like a narcissist before. I may not be one. Maybe I am. I don't know. (laughs) I don't believe that I am, but I'm like, okay, I've acted in this way before. I've acted in this way before to try to feel safe, to try to control something, to feel safe in my body. I've tried to make somebody do something in order for me to feel better. I've tried, you know, I've done all of that. There's been times where I've likely been arrogant. There's been times where I've likely tried to control. There's been times where I've needed to be right. There's been times where I've probably hurt people and manipulated people, whether consciously or unconsciously. And so I'm like, to to believe that I'm above that is is bullshit in my opinion. And and so like I'm like, okay, okay. Coming back full circle for full circle here. I'm on vacation. I'm in and out of service. Like I'm in and out of all of these different places and people and cities and towns and, and like rentals and Airbnbs and all the things. 
And I felt like it was an opportunity for me to remember to come back to the breath and remember who I am and to, and to stay connected to that because there was a part of me that was like, oh my gosh, people aren't going to like me. People are going to leave my group. People are going to think that I'm bypassing. People are going to think that it's bullshit. And I, I just, for a moment, I forgot who I was and I'm, and I'm like, nope, okay back to the breath, back to the body. It's okay. Not everybody's going to be ready for it. Not everybody's going to understand it. And, and again, like there may be something where all of a sudden my, my stance switches in the future. I don't know, but for now I'm like, no, this is still true for me. This is still real for me. This is still what I believe. And this is still what I'm committed to in my leadership. And yet I want to have a space like in my group where people can come in and actually share uh, and share their hearts and say like this looked this performance I believe is satanic and demonic and that just doesn't land for me I just and it's funny because I'm like in the bible belt right now driving all around and <laughs> there's all these signs that say like repent in this and heaven and hell and I'm like yeah you know that's another reason where I'm like mm, I don't know if this town's for me <laughs> know if some of these small towns are for me and I know that I'll find my people and I'll find my place and again to each their own I just feel that um a lot of that deeming of good evil right wrong heaven hell angelic and demonic it, it just creates more separation and and I'm committed to like transcending that again, not bypassing it, but transcending it. So that was not planned yet. Here I am being honest and peeling back the curtains a bit of like when I feel off kilter and I still actually will be tr fully transparent. Like I still feel that in my gut, actually, as I'm talking about it, there's still a part of me that um, feels like there's still somewhere to clear. And I'm okay with that, right? So not rushing it. So part of this practice is like, there's something here for me around being in the spotlight, around being my authentic self, or around me standing in my leadership. And there's old programs and there's fear of needing to be liked and, and not wanting to be judged and not wanting to ruffle feathers that's coming up for my clearing. And I get to be okay with that. And it's not going to be the last time that I share something that somebody doesn't like or doesn't believe, right? And, and that's okay, Right. And so it's like if I expect to share something and I expect everybody to agree and believe it and to be like, yeah, then then that's like the opposite end of the spectrum of me expecting like perfection. <laughs> right. And me expecting like that Pollyanna view. Right. That everything that everybody's the same. And it's not true. So perhaps there's something that I still get to learn from others. And that's where I am student and teacher all the time. Yet I'm still committed to what I know to be true around us from a spiritual perspective. Um, and I, and I, I do think, I mean, don't get me wrong. The world is cray cray, but the world has always been cray cray. And we have more consciousness. Now we have more tools. Now we have more technology. Now we have more science backing what's really going on in the quantum. Now, like there's so much we have available to us. And that is what I'm committed to is like, okay. And what's on the other side of that? Like, what are we able, what are we going to be able to transmute on the other side of that? And that's what keeps me out of my fear. And it's through the breath. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. Um, and 
the invitation is to just remember the cycles and seasons of life, the pulse, right? To dance with the pulse of life. We're not all, we're not always going to feel the same every day. And the breath just helps you center. It helps you with your emotions. It helps regulate your nervous system. It helps when you're the mental chatter and you're in a downward spiral and you're spinning out or when things happen or when you read something on social media, when you hear something on the news or when you see a performance at the Super Bowl that triggers you or whatever it is, that the breath is your best friend for regulating all of this for bringing yourself back to center, for reconnecting to your divinity every single time, every time. So I really hope that this evolved um, practice of box breathing supports you. And thank you for listening to me share authentically about ah, like, yeah, I'm, um, I'm feeling that I'm at my growth edges of my leadership right now. And I, and I know what I signed up for to a certain degree and I get to move through that. I get to be okay with that. I get to be okay with not always being liked and, and being misunderstood, right? And that's that's part of that individuated piece. That's part of going against the grain, you know? So I love you and I'm going to get back to it. We're headed to... Asheville today. I'm very excited and we're going to be floating all around there for the next few days. And I just invite you during this time from now until the equinox is to continue to empty, continue to breathe, continue to just ask, right? Like what still gets to be still? What do I still get to receive? What do I still get to create spaciousness for to make more room for? Because trust me, March is going to be bonkers. I really feel it. Uh, I don't know what that means. There's going to be a lot of movement. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Lots of movement. All right. Much love. Thank you for listening. And again, like I am not above any of this. I am doing the best that I can over here too. I am learning and growing and, and welcoming it all truly. Much love. Hello. Hello, beautiful. I am about to partake in a little digital detox and receive some intuitive guidance that with this snowy full moon in Leo that initiated yesterday and this 2-22-22 portal that this is really a beautiful beautiful opportunity to continue to empty, to really bask in the space between the exhale and the inhale, which I like to call the fertile void. Really this dark womb space where all of creation exists. And it's often the space that we tend to resist that we tend to have conditioning around, right? To move through it, to not want to be in the void, to not want to be in the quiet, to not want to be in the stillness, to push, 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 to move through, move through, to numb, to be distracted, to aimlessly scroll social media, to go for the drink, to go for the Netflix binging. And again, not making ourselves wrong for any of these things and these experiences, but it's really about the come from. And so I have a lot of opportunity and potentiality in my field right now. And I noticed that I was starting to get overwhelmed with with too many possibilities. And I started to really chuckle at myself 
because things and desires that I asked for were just coming to me. And I've started to feel overwhelmed, which is really asking for more than I'm allowing in. And so what I feel in my heart of hearts is this time, this full moon in Leo was really about coherence, really coming from a heart-centered space, really emptying the old programming and conditioning that is no longer serving us so that we can really be expanded and have the capacity and the availability to thrive and to meet all of our desires with pleasure and joy and expansion and freedom and love. So with that, I wanted to offer a reframe around box breathing. Many of us are familiar with some form of box breathing. And there was a deepening that happened uh, this week for me around this practice, this yogic practice that I've been practicing for many years. And if you think of the bottom of the box as the void, right? The space between the exhale and the inhale. Then what do we do? We inhale all of this life, all of this oxygen within. And that is springtime. That is new life. That is blooming. That is blossoming. And then when we're in this expanded state, in this childlike state, in this new state, we move into summer, right? We move from spring into summer into this expanded state where the days are the brightest and the days are the longest. And there's so much energy and so much expansion and so much connection. And then that cycle comes to an end, right? And we move down the box and we move into the exhale. We move into the tying up loose ends, which is the space that I've been over the last 48 hours in really emptying, the practice of emptying, the practice of preparing for hibernation, the practice of stillness, of preparing for stillness. And then the most important piece is the winter, is that that darkness, is that opportunity to allow hearts to dissolve, aspects of self to dissolve. And that is the space between the exhale and the inhale. And so Again, winter is at the bottom of the box, right? You move from right to left, then you move up, that's spring, then you move across, that's summer, and then you move down, that's autumn, and then back to winter. And this is shown in our anatomy and how our, our cycles function and how our hormones function and cycle. This is shown in the elements. This is shown in the seasons. This is shown in the cosmology and the lunar cycle. There's cycles to life. There's cycles to being alive. There's cycles to this journey of the great mystery that we're currently in. And what I noticed is I felt myself really pulling and pushing and pulling and pushing because I was, I was moving towards this spring energy too fast. I was trying to rush the fertile void. And what I received is that I get to continue to really empty, continue to really deepen, to continue to go in. I'm not listening to any music over the next few days until 2.22. No music, no books, no podcasts, no consumption. 
no social media, just really being with myself and having no agenda, not, not, not attached to any outcome, not trying to get anywhere, really just being with myself and being present and clearing and emptying and clearing and emptying. And so I wanted to leave you with this because I'm noticing common thematics in the highs and the lows and, you know, the waves. And I feel as though this has been happening, these crashings into these waves and feeling just getting tossed around by the ocean is because we're, we're holding on so tightly to the old way of being that's no longer serving us. And so my invitation, because I'm feeling that on 222, between 222 and between 320, the, the spring equinox is really when we're going to start to really feel in alignment with this spring energy and this new paradigm and this new way of being. And it's just going to be a lot more challenging if we're still holding on to the parts of us that we know get to get let go and dissolve and be synthesized and be integrated into our wholeness. And so I wanted to share as the last 48 hours have me been really tying up loose ends rearranging my calendar and schedule, really being honest about what's important to me right now in this moment and honoring the commitments that are important to myself and my loved ones and really letting everything else go temporarily, letting go of my devices, letting go of the to-dos, letting go of all of the places and people that I believe are pulling me all in all of these directions, but it's really just myself. And I wanted to share the box breathing exercise with you that's been really supportive for me. And I'm sending one email out after this one. And then I'll be back. I don't know what I'll say. I don't know what I'll share, <laughs> but I'll be back. All right. So what I'd like you to do, here's the practice now, is I'd like you to sit at the edge of your seat with your hips just wide, wide, wide. And I really want you to feel the connection at the bottoms of your feet connected to the center of the earth. Really feel this taproot coming out of your tailbone also connected to the core of the earth. Really feeling grounded. You might even notice that you shift in some way because you start to feel more grounded. Let your body position yourself in a way that allows you to feel this support with Divine Mother, this connection. And I, I'm just envisioning this fiery core, this fiery, vibrant, fiery energy, this full moon and Leo energy. I just keep thinking of fire coming up from the core of the earth and really, really rooting us through the feet, through that taproot and connecting to the center of the heart, this emerald green pulsating, vibrating, spinning heart center that is just so palpable. Just feeling this, this energetic center, but really just feeling your whole body as operating as your heart space. And then what I'd like you to do is I really would like you to start to focus on what does it feel like to be in your back body? And your back body is when we're more connected to the feminine, the front body is more connected to the masculine. So Oftentimes I, I lean back just in the slightest and feel this proud chest. I look up slightly with my chin held high and I feel this connection to the divine. I feel this connection to the ethers. I feel this connection to the heavens and the cosmos. 
doesn't matter what you call it, whatever that higher intelligence is to you, just really feeling this pearlescent, luminescent light connected from that emerald space in the center of your heart, all the way up through your crown chakra, all the way up into the heavens, into the ethers. So you feel this connection with divine mother, this connection with heavenly father, this connection with universal intelligence, really feeling the support as above, so below, the holy trinity, our body serving as the conduit for the divine, connected to the earth, connected to the heavens. And just be here in this present moment, connected to the unified field and feel what that feels like in your body. And we're just going to do three rounds of box breathing. And my invitation is for you to carry this from now through 222 and beyond, but in particular during these next few days and really focusing on the emptying and really while you're moving through these cycles of breath, really feeling what it feels like to be present and be one with the cycles of life. And many of us, right, we're in winter still. And we have evidence of this with Mother Nature herself. And she so effortlessly shows us the cyclical nature of being alive. And with death and rebirth and blossoming and blooming and seedlings and brown and green and vibrant colors all through different seasons and cycles, we also get to experience this cyclic nature. This is part of our nature. So we're going to take a deep breath in through the nose, all the way to the bottom of the belly for five seconds. Hold at the top for five. Empty for five. Out the mouth. And be in the void. Inhale all this new oxygen in spring. Hold at the top in expansion in summer. Empty, exhale, prepare for winter. And be in the black rose, be in the spaciousness, be in the stillness. One more time, inhale. All of that new vitality and oxygen. Hold, be seen, be proud, expand, bask in this energy, bask in this aliveness. Let it go. Surrender. And be still in the stillness, in the quiet, in the space, in the void. <sighs> just notice any sensations from when you started this practice until now. Generally, I feel more oxygenated. I feel more grounded. I feel more connected to myself. I trust myself more. My heart feels open. So I just want to leave you with 
How can you connect to the elementals during this time to support you? How can you continue to empty and really truly surrender into the great mystery, choosing to let go of what no longer serves, to really open yourself up for what's to come in this crystalline light body consciousness. Love and blessings. Thank you for being on this journey with me. I cannot wait to connect after this emptying and this deepening. And I'll catch you on the other side. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings. Bye.